today it's all about the Taken King. We're talking about Zur changes, the new quests, and of course the raid. All of that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. Welcome, everybody, to Destiny, the show number 63. What a week this has been. Diddy, how are you today? Burnt out, man. Burnt out? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Good burnt out or bad burnt out? It's good because, man, this past week I've played Destiny so much, and then the raid on Friday was just exhausting, and all these quests, man. So many quests. Oh my goodness. I don't I don't even know how Bungie did it, but I am excited to be playing Destiny every single day now. Yeah, it was uh you know, we we finished the main story, me and Vito, and then we did a quest and then did another quest and then <laughs> another quest and that unlocked two more quests to do. It was such a pleasant surprise too because it's not like, 95% of those quests are pretty stinking cool, have their own missions, voiceover, lore, story associated with them. So, they totally took the player's expectation and messed with it. Because you don't expect Destiny to be this thing. Where the Destiny... Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's crazy. I will say up front, everybody, we're going to talk a lot about our experience with the Taken King this week, the story quests, and the raid, but... We're going to do our best to avoid giant spoilers, but we may be talking about certain things that if you want a 110% clean Taken King experience, you might want to wait to listen to the show. We're not going to do big plot points, but I just wanted to let you know up front. Sound good? Sounds good. Excellent. Well, why don't we hop into the news and then we can just gush about our experience this week. Let's do it. First up, we have some really cool news from our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, and that is the Choose Your Galaxy giveaway, powered by Control Freak. This month, it's all about exploring the farthest and always dangerous reaches of space with a Destiny and Halo giveaway that should get just about every FPS fan excited. Control Freak, in partnership with Destiny Tracker, Halo Tracker, Triple Rec, and Phase Campy are giving away a Destiny the Taken King PlayStation 4 console bundle and a Halo 5 Guardians Xbox One console bundle to two lucky grand prize winners. The only question is, which limited edition bundle do you want? Choose wisely, because you can only win one. Five runners-up will also win their choice of either Destiny the Taken King game or Halo 5 Guardians game as well as a Galaxy Prize Pack, which features the soon-to-be-released FPS Freak Galaxy. The winners will be chosen on Tuesday, October 6, 2015. To enter for your chance to win, head over to DestinyTracker.com. You'll see the Choose Your Galaxy giveaway at the very top of the newsfeed. Click and enter. You can also head to at DestinyTrack on Twitter. Pinned at the top of their tweet wall is the link for entry. Best of luck, everybody. This is a really cool opportunity powered by Control Freak in partnership with the good folks at DestinyTracker.com, Halo Tracker, Triple Rec, and Phase Campy. Up first was the weekly update, and not a lot happened here other than the usual, taking kinks out, hope you're enjoying it, Guardians from Deej, but 
Zur has changed a little bit. I'm going to be reading here from senior design lead Tyson Green, and he states, In year one, Zur was a community loot drop, a shared rallying point that everyone could cheer or curse. In year two, Zur's offerings have been changed so that he will select either a specific exotic weapon or an exotic engram for sale every week. This change is due primarily to our desire to give players more direct paths to acquiring the exotics they want through quests or gameplay experiences, and to avoid repetition in his inventory. Too long didn't read, did he? What does that mean, and what was Zer selling this week? Zer still has an armor piece for each class. Yep. He also is selling a new thing called a Legacy Engram. Which, was, which is cool. Which was kind of cool, but that's going to give you a year one exotic weapon. And then the last item is either, what they're saying is either going to be a weapon or armor engram. So yes. that gives you a little bit of a chance to have um, different items available to you. What's really cool about the legacy engrams, they strongly bias towards exotics that are not already in your blueprint collection. That is cool. So when you're purchasing one, you've got a much higher chance of getting something you don't already have. Bravo. Yeah, I like that. The yeah, other thing, so too, was that elusive dragon's breath was avoiding <laughs> you all of year one. You can still have a chance to get it. Hey, just in case you want that gun, right? <laughs> Warlocks got the great thing this week. We got a new piece of armor while hunters and titans got old year one gear. Yeah, it's okay. I got, it's just... I got both hunter exotics out of my helmet and groom this past week so oh yeah i used cool. um i think it's what is it graviton forfeit i used that in the raid this past friday hmm gives you shade the, step that's basically it so shade steps the little uh dodge roll yeah it is so instead that, of giving up a perk in that tree to use shade step i just use the helmet oh yeah. that's cool mm-hmm. it's really awesome powerful i would think the bracers for the warlock i can't remember gauntlets as they're called in this game dragoon gosh they have little lightning bolts and they look like electric coils so they're pretty cool i don't really wear them very much yeah uh, warlock gauntlets are pretty sweet freaking cool because they just they glow and they sparkle and it's really awesome yes three of coins it's a new consumable zur sells and we talked about it in shows previous the way it works is you spend seven coins and you get five three of coins (laughs) there's a lot of numbers there and the three of coins when activated give you a higher chance of an exotic engram drop off of the next ultra you defeat so these things all right well they're exploitable right now all right (laughs) look if you're listening to this and it hasn't been hot fixed yet i'm gonna be very surprised they don't increase your drop chance to something crazy ridiculous, but the farming methods that have come out of Three of Coins have made it to where this week I got a Monte Carlo Year 2, I got the Zalo Supercell, I got Telesto, I got that cool Hereafter Sniper Rifle, a Year 2 Obsidian Mind, and a Year 2 um, Apotheosis Veil. Dang. All and from drops of Three of Coins. All from Three of Coins drops. Now. Dang. The one-hour method I used to get, I think, three or four of these was the Scourge of Winter mission farming method, which, in a nutshell, Scourge of Winter, it's a Venus mission. You run to the very end of the mission where the boss is. You shoot four headshots into the boss, 
and that gets his health really low and then you run up next to him with a rocket launcher shoot him and shoot the floor so it kills you at the same time and full-on ocarina of time speed running style <laughs> you die he dies the engrams drop on the floor and the checkpoint is right outside the door so rinse and repeat you put on a new three of coins each time you shoot him and if you do this I have more house banner glimmer <laughs> items than I know what to do with. I feel stinking rich every time I visit the Cryptarch. It's like, yeah, I know. I got a lot of house banners. But in an hour, I got five exotic Engram drops. So wow. there's no way Bungie's going to allow this to continue, man. Yeah. Don't the three of coins, they stack too. So you can consume multiple at the same time. And it, it does increase your chances the more you do that. They say it stacks, but Reddit is against that idea. Every time I've been looking at these Reddit. threads on Reddit, they're very adamant in saying, just only use one. Why would you stack more than one? Yeah, because it's still just going to give you a chance, and it's not a guarantee the more you stack. So I totally agree with that notion. Just use one and just keep farming it if it's uh, not hotfix. But I'm pretty sure that by the time this show goes out, they're going to have a hotfix ready. I think Monday, from what I was reading, that Deej has already responded to somebody in the Reddit thread saying this was not the intended usage <laughs> of it. Now, I will say this for listeners. Using three of coins when you're running strikes is a great thing yeah, to do. Absolutely. Like, my chill activity right now is run the level 36 strike, even though I'm light level 293. Diddy, what light level are you? We should have said that at the beginning of the show. Um... I think I can hit... No, I can't hit above 295. I think I can hit okay. 293. Four, if I have the right okay. gear equipped, but uh, I don't. I think, yeah, my chest piece. If I use the raid chest piece I got, yeah, um, I can hit two ninety four. But mm. I don't like the roll on it. <laughs> my yeah. blue yep. chest piece is better, so I'm using that now. You got to make that hard infusion choice, man. Uh, By the way, we got to talk about that too. Oh, I'm so excited for today's topic. But <laughs> three of coins, run the level 36 strike, turn the three of coins on before you beat the boss. Another cool tip, the Bond Brothers give you two chances. So after you've beaten oh, the first wow. Bond Brother in the, the second half of the whole experience, put on another one because the other Bond Brother counts as an ultra. So pro tip. That also totally the Scion Flares, That's awesome. they don't count. Oh, Scion Flares sense. don't count. That's, no, they yeah, don't that's count. really interesting. I don't get that. So... And then you get engrams all you want. Uh, don't forget about the, uh, well, you know, did he, how, how are people going to raise their light level? I mean, honestly, like, what, what are some tips for people to do that? Grind strikes or Court of Oryx. Those are the, mm -hmm. the top two ways to do it. And you just get tons and tons of engram drops and loot drops from doing those two activities. And then once you go back to the Crypt Arc, you uh, decrypt one by one. Look at the gear that you just decrypted. If it's higher, then you equip that because your light level or your light level drops are dependent on your current light level. So the higher yes. your current light level is, even though you're not going to use that gear, you're going to be getting better loot drops. 100%. So if I have a piece of gear, I decrypt it. I immediately look to see if it's higher light level. If it is, I equip it. That way, when I'm decrypting, I'm giving the best chance to get something a little bit higher light level. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I have a couple other ways for people to get some higher light, and that comes down to complete the daily heroic mission. That's going to mm -hmm. give you 15 legendary marks. That's account-wide. You can't do it on another character on the same day. So complete the daily crucible playlist. This will also give you 15 marks. It's account-wide. It's one game. It's located next to the daily heroic on the director. Um, use the Vanguard streak bonus. After two or three strikes in a row in a playlist without returning to orbit, you get the Vanguard Streak buff, which basically gives you a higher chance to receive legendary engrams during your strikes, and it works pretty stinking well. 
And that's what I've just been doing, man. Sessioning strike playlists, using three of coins, getting a ton of engrams, and slowly but surely you work your way up. Uh, dismantle unused year two legendaries. If it's an unleveled legendary from year two, you get three legendary marks. If it's leveled, you get four to five. Uh, definitely complete your quest lines because some of those will give you like 20 marks when you finish <laughs> up a mission or whatnot. And then at light level 260, something happens. What is that, Diddy? You unlock something. You unlock the Vanguard Heroic Strike oh, playlist. Oh, yeah, duh. I thought yeah. we were talking about Heroic Strikes this whole time. I'm done. No worries. Yeah, no worries. We're talking about that level 36. That's what we're farming so we can get to light level 260, and that's when you do the Heroic Strikes. Yes, thank you. Yep, no worries. The first page. three Heroic Strike playlist strikes you beat give you 10 marks each. So you can get 30 marks in total, but that's on the weekly reset. Get it? Got it? Good? Okay. <laughs> and yeah. then at light level 280, you can run the Nightfall. Diddy, what's changed about the Nightfall for listeners who haven't been following the last few weeks? Well, you can only do it, it's account-wide, right? You only do it once per character, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Per week. And you don't get that buff anymore. You don't get no the buff. increased experience or reputation gain for completing the Nightfall. And if your whole fire team dies, you're not kicked to orbit. Nope. Which is crazy yeah it's just weird because you can wipe as a fire team and not get kicked to orbit there's checkpoints uh 30 second respawn timer if you die so it's kind of like a raid and then the other thing too is running the nightfall is still important because it has a really nice drop chance for a sweet piece of gear uh the other thing i wanted to mention about it too was you can start the activity below light level 280 i think you can start it as low as 240 but I don't recommend no, doing that, absolutely man. No. no, 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 no way. Yeah. And then, of course, the King's Fall Raid is a good way to uh, up your light level a little bit. But you do want to be light level 290 before you go into that place. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's If you're below 290, or I mean, if you have like even two people in your raid team that are below 290, it's just, it's not going to work. It's not going to work out because it's the raid is just you need deeps yeah you need the dps and you need to deal the damage to defeat these bosses totally one person in your stream had like a 276 light teammate and they were just saying we don't have the dps to do x fight <laughs> and i was like what's the light level of your teammate he, and he you know spelled it out it's like all right well you just it makes a big difference and especially once you're above 290 every light point makes a difference it's a tangible feelable difference oh, yeah basically. it totally does yeah because i was using a shotgun for the first part of the raid and then i switched to a sniper rifle and it dropped me one light point and i was like oh, i can tell a difference i can tell i'm weaker you can feel it <laughs> so king's fall came out on friday the pineapple boys diddy and ripping from destiny tracker you guys were streaming it you were going through there it was pretty awesome to see a ton of viewers a lot of support for dts this week um how was the raid who beat it first, by the way? Who got world first? Just give me a quick breakdown. World first was King Gathalion and Professor Broman's team. Uh, I mm -hmm. forget who else. I think T-Rex, uh, somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else. Gunny, Cheriona, <laughs> and Rebel Eyes. There we go. That was yep. the fire team that defeated Oryx for the first time. It was like seven hours later, by the way. Yeah, it's this raid is longer. It is mm -hmm. bigger than Vault of Glass. There is so much, so many different mechanics that we had to learn uh, for all these different boss fights. And yeah, so uh, the Pineapple Boys, uh, Rippin and I, we were, we were in, we were in the front runners. You know, we weren't as as fast as Gathalian's team, but we were right behind them in terms of our progression through the raid. And yep. 
it was just so much fun. This is the first raid that I've, you know, jumped in launch day and actually, you know, tried to figure out the mechanics myself mm-hmm. with my teammates. And just that experience is amazing, overwhelming and amazing. And I just, I'm really glad I did it. Challenging requires incredible communication because the fights aren't mapped out. You have to experiment, you know? Yeah, you have to go into the room. Okay, this is a boss. Let's figure out there's a there's something over here that we have to activate. Maybe let's see what it does. Let's see how many times we can activate it before it goes away. Or let's see what happens if we activate it and then fight the boss. It's like mm-hmm. there's so much trial and error that, oh my gosh, if, if you guys didn't watch the stream... Uh, I don't know. Can I say this? This is my might be a spoiler, but the second boss, it took us four hours to beat him. Okay, yeah, you can definitely talk about the different bosses. Like, we're not going to give away the specifics, obviously, but people know about Golgoroth, like, at this point in time. <laughs> and so, if they didn't, I gave him a warning at the beginning, so. Yeah, okay, so let's not get to Golgoroth first. So, um, the first boss is the War Priest, right? And you just enter this room, it's like his temple, right? And you just figure out that you can't you can't harm him. You have to nope. trigger something in the room in a specific order and then it's like then you can tr- you can fight him. And it's like that's the fight that a lot of people in my sh- our stream were like we we can't beat him because we just we can't do enough damage in time. Yep. And it's like yeah, you need that light level 290 to be able to dish out the damage so that you can progress to the next level. So War Priest took us about 45 minutes to do for the first time. Um, after that, you immediately go into Golgoroth, the second boss. You can mm-hmm. immediately go into his room. And, oh my god, Golgoroth literally has like 20 million health. It's stupid. He is a true tank, you guys. A true tank. And that fight, if you don't know your teammates, if you just if your teammates don't communicate, say... Um, you're playing with with somebody who's eating dinner, right? And yep. they only have one hand on the controller half the fight. You're nope. not going to do the fight. You're not going to nope. win because there's so much coordination and communication that needs to happen in that fight that's just like, oh, man, if one person dies, it's like you literally lose a quarter of your damage against the boss. And if you don't deal enough damage in time, it's just not going to happen. And it only gets more execution because I watched, you guys have watched Cathalion. I was watching a lot of, I was at work, so I'd use my brakes, of course, have to hop <laughs> on my brake and see how the progress is going. The execution required for this raid for many different parts and after Golgoroth, it also requires exceptional amounts of execution. I don't see this raid being puggable. Now, I remember when Crotozen first came out, people were saying this is really hard. But this is a different level of difficulty in terms of the coordinated execution requirement from you doing things in unison with your teammate or in coordination with them. Because I just do not see this raid being a very common puggable raid. Pug stands for pickup group, by the way, guys. So... Uh, just crazy. You mentioned that you go right from the War Priest to Golgoroth. I want to say that getting to and from the different, um, what would you call them, bosses within the raid, mm-hmm. pretty cool stuff. Oh, Very yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. And that's the things that I don't really want to spoil. So Yeah, and it was like, there's a good hour, I want to say, of mm-hmm. stuff to do before the War Priest. So it's like, 
there's a bunch of stuff you have to do to get to the first boss. So like we thought when we did the first part of the raid to actually enter the raid, right? Just like with Crota Zen, you have to stand on that plate to get the bridge. Something similar like that. You have to build up the the excitement, right? And it's like <laughs> when we finished that, we were like, okay, that was the easy part. Now we have to get to the hard part. And yeah. then after we beat that next hard part, we're like, okay, that was the easy part. Now I have to get to the next hard part. <laughs> and uh, there was something I wanted to say. I don't remember. Oh, so the Golgoroth fight, it took us four hours to complete. Mm-hmm. Our finishing run, the Golgoroth fight, took us eight and a half minutes. Put yeah. that into perspective. Like the Golgoroth fight should only take you around 10 minutes, okay? But it took us four hours to figure it out and coordinate our team to actually do it. And that's just like, oh, man. Even the world first team, it took him over two hours to complete the fight. So it was, and other teams, Planet Destiny, Dotto, those guys, Golgoroth was a huge (laughs) difficulty point for a lot of groups. So it's cool getting to watch. I want to hop into our topic, dude. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. So today we're talking about our Taken King story reaction, quest reaction, the whole shebang this last week. No spoilers, of course, but let's start with the story. For me personally, I thought the story missions were a step above. They are larger. They are longer. They play with the the player's expectations, and they mess with your expectations because... They know and realize some of the shortcomings from year one Destiny missions, right? And so there'll be points where they take the player's intentions or what you believe is going to happen and turn it on its head. And when they do this, they do it also in the gameplay, but again in the dialogue, making fun of certain things that longtime fans will know. The door, uh, there's a little vault joke from Cade 6 early on that, Diddy, did you pick up on that? I don't think I did. Okay, we'll talk about it in the after show because I don't want to spoil it, but um, it was great. Visually, this is a step above, and I don't want to sound rude when I say this, but I really feel like the Taken King is Bungie's A-team, and Dark Below and House of Wolves in contrast, and I know they were still learning about the game, but they, they feel so drastically different in terms of quality that it does feel like the Taken King is a new game. I feel like... This is definitely worth $60, not just 40 40 for the people who obviously have all the year one content, but Diddy, initial impressions? Absolutely. This is a true expansion, right? People are still yeah. calling the Taken King DLC, and that's I don't like that word because the Dark Below and House of Wolves, they had a lot less content. Mm-hmm. I think those can be classified as DLC packs. You know, they were cheaper less content the taken king for forty dollars for the base game oh my god there's so much to do there there is it's the weirdest inverse because that was that's never been the case in destiny right yeah previous vanilla comes out it's like where's the content and now i can't i'm swimming in it i can't see the top (laughs) yeah there are there are obviously more story missions and remember that article that came out before the taken king launched and it said there's more story in the first 30 minutes than there was in the entire year one destiny experience Mm -hmm. absolutely true 
absolutely 100%. true. I think, and characters. Yeah, there's more character depth. There's more interaction. It's like, as a player, the dialogue and the cine- uh, cinematics and the storytelling just made me feel like I mattered in the universe. And the, p- the characters I'm playing with or people who are directing me, quest givers, Cade Six, Zavala, uh, Ikora, all those people in the tower, it made me care more about them. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. what they're telling me to do carries more weight because I know how they uh, think now. You know, I I know their emotions and attitudes towards different things that they're giving me. Totally. Sorry, I was typing in Zoe from Firefly. I can't remember her voice (laughs) actress name, but I never knew that was uh, uh, Ikora Ray. So not only do you have Nathan Fillion voicing Kate Six, you have Gina Torres, uh, (laughs) if I said that right, who's voicing Ikora Ray. It's so crazy that like, these characters have been here the whole time. I knew Nathan Fillion was Kate Six, but <laughs> just going through it, I, I think you said, right, you care about those characters. You do feel like you make an impact on the world. The dialogue of the people in the tower actually changed, by the way, later in the story. Uh, when they talk with you ahead, Zavala, tell me a title of something because I did something. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, as you complete the quests they give you, you know, their dialogue progresses. And we knew that before the Taken King, and it's like, yeah, I knew that, but it's really cool to finally hear it, you know? In terms of visuals, I'm blown away. The new subclasses look so good. There are moments where supers are going off, hammers are being thrown, I'm storm calling, and night stalkers are tethering. And I cannot believe how visually good the game looks, even on next gen, because the particle effects, there'll be dust in the air from the taken enemies, and all of these things come together to make something that really looks a step above and beyond that Destiny's artwork team. Unbelievable, some of those skyboxes, dude. Yeah, I haven't even touched my other classes. Like, I've only played Hunter this past week, and I'm not even done. Like, at this point, I'm scared because I don't even know if I'm going to touch my PlayStation again. <laughs> because there's that there's much, just, dude. There's just so much to do. And I have three characters on the Xbox and I have three characters on the PlayStation now. How am I going to get there? There's just, I'm never going to be able to stop playing Destiny because I just, I have everything I need. I've done Titan halfway through. I did my Warlock the Fold. That's my main character. So that's what I mainly played through. But my Titan is level 39. And I did that so I could actually get the Sunbreaker subclass quest, which was incredible. All of the subclass quests are really well done. They give you a bit of insight into what your class is all about. And you guys, after you've completed the first story mission in the Taken King, immediately do your subclass quest. That way, all the XP you get from missions and questing goes towards your new subclass. That way, you're not wasting stuff. And the new subclasses are more fun, in my opinion. In terms of effectiveness, the other classes still have a place. There's still reasons to use them. But these new subclasses are stinking fun, man, right? Yeah, absolutely. The new classes definitely fit the place, and but they, they don't push the old subclasses away because going back to our raid on Friday, we still had Sunsinger Warlock. We still had Defender Titan pop out at one point because you need that. we needed that utility, you know, so it doesn't make the other classes obsolete. Obviously, I did Night Stalker the whole time. I'm the, I was the only hunter in that raid team, by the way. Mm. So like using my tether, you know, people counted on that DPS and... It's just like, oh man, the the cutscene for the Night Stalker, no spoilers, is just awesome. Just that intro story to get the Night Stalker is, I was blown away. I was like, yeah, 
I'm a hunter and there's other guardians out there like me and I'm learning more about my subclass and that's really cool. They remedied almost all of the complaints that I had from year one and it it was one of those clicking things where they get it. That's what I kept saying (laughs) to me. It's like, they're getting it. They're getting it. And then the story concludes and you're like, that was good. That was a good Destiny story. I liked that. That was really fun. Those missions were great. You know, you always want more because you're a Destiny fan. Oh, and then you go to the tower and you get some quests and you complete those quests and then you get more quests. And I'm just letting you know, I won't tell you how many hours or mileage you're going to get out of a single character, but it's a lot and it is a lot more than what you expect. And the quests are not BS half effort things they have voiceover they have characters they bring a lot of lore and cool elements into the game that it's just the story continues even though the main story's done it continues on further i only have complaints with a couple of the quests and those have to do with mainly public event kind of things Mm -hmm. and i won't spoil that stuff diddy obviously knows what i'm talking about and those ones still feel like a little bit of a weak point that's almost the only critique that i could find out of it this week i spent more time on pve than i probably ever have in a single week in regards to destiny because there's just so much of it i would consider myself mainly a pvp player um and i just don't see myself in that situation as much right now down the road definitely Uh, i love the new maps i like all that stuff but the the pvp preview event Let us get that out of our system. I do have an interesting question, Diddy. I think the old PvP gear, the stuff that you had that was dominant, as long as it's normalized Crucible, not Iron Banner, not Trials, I still think my Messenger, Matador, and Ash Factory stand amongst the top end of PvP weaponry. I've yet to bump into the next great PvP weapon in the Taken King. And granted, it's only been a week, but did you feel similarly? I'll be honest, I didn't touch the Crucible this past week. Yeah. I played maybe a single game to get that uh, legendary marks for more infusion. But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Crucible event for the previous week, I'm going to absolutely agree with that statement because year one normalized Crucible top dog weapons are still there. And Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to find another top dog until the next Iron Banner. Uh, Trials, not so much because obviously Trials is um, level advantages are turned on. Yeah, but it's not a fast enough game type for something to stand out, and I yeah. think nothing's going to stand out until we see the next Iron Banner. And we don't know when the next Trials is actually going to be. When Trials of Osiris is returning, I would imagine it's going to be probably this week. But if it's not, I'm not going to you know lose it. And <laughs> additionally, there's so much good PVE content right now to just go through that PVP is just not my my focus at the at the time being. What did you think about quests, and did anything stand out? You're the one who's been into the raid, who's been through almost all of the raid, and I'd just love to hear your experience in relation to Vault of Glass and Crota's End. How do you feel King's Fall stands up to it? Well, let's do the quests first. I think here's just a tiny little tip, and it's totally spoiler-free. There is a certain quest line that you should do before you do the raid yes because there is a raid quest line so in addition to the raid loot you get raid quest line loot rewards 
So I'll leave that to figure for you guys to figure out. But well, I can give them the name of the quest they should complete before it to get the quest you're talking about. You think? Yeah, I think that's it. a good idea. So Blighted Worlds, that quest needs to be completed in order to receive the quest that Diddy is talking about. I thought it was the Taken War on each planet. That has to be done too, but that also <laughs> has to be satisfied before the Blighted Worlds. Ah, okay. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I didn't get Blighted Worlds until I did the Taken War of Planets. That's good. Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. Do that, and you get extra loot. Sweet. Um, I think all the quests so we talk about there's more quests right there's class specific quests there's vanguard quests there's quests and quests and quests just it blows my mind that like the sword just getting the sword it matters because there's a quest line and there's lore behind it and it's like it's just a weapon but i care more about it because i've learned about the weapon i've invested time to earn it i've invested time to make it more powerful and that matters in terms of its lore. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. It's something special. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to explain because now I'll give a spoilers away. I'm not doing it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so changing pace to the raid and how it compares to Vault of Glass and Crota's End. At this point, Crota's End feels like a strike to me because it's so short and easy. Yeah. But Vault of Glass still has those mechanics that require communication. But it's been out for so long that people can turn on Vault of Glass and just autopilot through it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, well, I say everybody, but everybody I play the raid with, they know exactly what their role is whenever they jump in with Vault of Glass. They know exactly how to do every single part of that raid, and they can just do it in under an hour. That's totally understandable. Yep. King's Fall, I understand it's new. But I don't think this is something like, oh, I have work in an hour. Let's do King's yeah. Fall. That's <laughs> no. not going to happen. That, no. is, that is not going to happen. Because there were some people this past week who were like, oh, yeah, I got, I, got, uh, I got two hours before I have to do this thing. Can we just get up to the war priest, right? And I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Because... Yeah, you might be playing with people who know the mechanics of the raid, but they don't know it well enough to carry you through it at this point. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to be honest because nobody is good enough at King's Fall Raid yet to carry a whole fire team through. There's a lot of undiscovered stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Even though people have figured out a way to beat it, there's more efficient ways that will be found, and time will definitely tell. But I I don't see this being a raid that you can do casually with (laughs) strangers or you know this is a serious duty requires a lot of just teamwork and that's cool it's also a raid that i don't want people to feel intimidated about but this was probably a raid for most people who it's going to take multiple nights per week to do just during the maybe the first month right yeah absolutely and you're in luck guardians there are checkpoints (laughs) yes this is not prison of elders no we don't have to go through that again. Skull- <laughs> Remember the, the people taking skull loss fights? It was three hours. Wasn't that what the weekly update said? Yeah, three hours. Three. To, there's horror stories on Reddit of people doing it for like nine hours. Like I did the King's oh Fall gosh. raid for nine hours. I can't imagine doing just skull loss for nine hours. Man, I'm sorry yeah. for that, but that's yeah. Well, there are checkpoints. Don't fear. There are checkpoints. 
Excellent. Well, I think we wrapped the show up. Man saying Taken King was excellent. It was a wonderful first week. Exceeded uh, our expectations, I would say. Totally. I want to say a huge thank you to all the listeners, the people who support DTS, those who are out at the stream this week, those who donated to the stream, dude. It was insane, and we really appreciate all the support. We love what we get to do here at Destiny the Show, and we're just going to try and continue on as Destiny just took a huge leap in a big positive direction which is great so diddy where can people find your content twitter.com slash diddy dts d-i-t-t-y dts and i've posted some of our final raid fights the final fights for the bosses on youtube.com slash whooshness w-o-o-o-s-h-n-e-s-s remember to go to destinytheshow.com for all the links from today's show and more there you will also find a link to the choose your galaxy giveaway that's being brought to you by control freak in partnership with destiny tracker halo tracker triple wreck and phase campy tweet us at destiny the show you can follow me at bbk dragoon or youtube.com slash bbk dragoon shameless self-promotion i'm making a bunch of taking king tip and guide videos right now over there Thanks, everybody, for your support. Have an excellent week. Good luck beating Oryx, and we'll talk with you next time.